Hey Jake, 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 hey Jake, hey Jake. What? You'll never guess what I did. What'd you do? You know that Evans Country Clean Soap you gave me? Yes. Well, I stopped eating it halfway through, and I used it, Jake. How'd it feel? It changed my life. Not only have I taken at least 200% more showers this year, which leads me to two, but I got every nook and every cranny. I was like a English muffin in that shower. So you cleaned every nook and cranny? Including my belly button in between my toes. With hypoallergenic soap that's great for people with sensitive skin? I wasn't even allergic to it, Jake. Well, it's probably because it's made of natural ingredients like olive oil, palm oil, coconut oil, and shea butter, my Those friend. are all of my favorite oils and butters. Exactly. Things you put on pasta. Yeah. you're rubbing it on your body. Yes. It's and shea is my favorite girl name, and I like to put shea's on my body. Exactly. And another thing, too, is about the soap. It's got a great scent for everyone with a whole men's line available at EvansCountryClean.com. What was your scent? My scent was Black Orchard because you know how I feel about Black Orchards. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mine was oatmeal, milk, and honey. And you know how I feel about oatmeal, milk, and honey. Mm -hmm. I like to eat all of those things. Yeah, and use them on your body and rub it on your body. That's a soap that will help heal, restore, and hydrate your skin. So, Finally, I don't have to rub all three of those ingredients on me individually to get the same clean that I could with, with one bar of soap. You can get it all in, in a bar of soap that looks like a bar of soap that a 1920s carnival strongman would yeah, use. Yeah, we do. It's like a really odd-shaped, unique, handmade. It's just a wonderful thing uh, that we get from Evans Country Clean Soap. We get, actually get a promo code where you can buy some more soap. Jake, what is that promo code? The promo code is BOOKED15. Just log on to EvansCountryClean.com and you will get 15 percent off your purchases from the website and once again that promo code is booked 15 man jake i can't wait to use promo code booked 15 at evans country clean so i can buy that new bar of beer and sausage soap or or, or maybe frosted mini wheats and zima I think they're working on those things down the line. But, but just make oh. sure you log on to evanscountryclean.com and use the promo code book 15 this get booked? How did this get booked? How did this get booked? How did this get booked? Who put this on the card? How did this get booked? It's makes you a star. How did this get booked? You're welcome on the line. How did this get booked? We welcome for your time. How did this get booked? Alright, you can stop. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of How Did This Get Booked? I, of course, am your host. Jake Manning, and I'm a veteran of the professional wrestling business for over a decade, and I've held every single job except selling popcorn. I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, my cohort, my sometimes drinking buddy, my man who pulls me back from a ledge when I'm about ready to jump off of it, uh, a man who used to be a riding buddy of mine who I probably would use this weekend, but I won't because he's got things to do and whatever. A man who gets me booked in places that I regret dreadfully. A man who I try to get booked in places that I regret dreadfully. And it's, always, it's a give-give relationship. <laughs> joined as always by my friend, Zane Riley. Hey. <laughs> Couldn't top that intro. Nope. Couldn't, couldn't top why would intro. I try? Why, why would you try? 
Nope. Why would you try? Uh, you and I are flying solo here tonight. This yep. is actually... Uh, so you know what that means. So we are discussing... It's movie day. It's an example of a pro wrestler in mainstream media or the expression of professional wrestling in the mainstream media. And the topic we are discussing today was something I discovered on Instagram that I didn't even know existed and through my research, it goes even deeper. Oh, yeah. So uh, you know how I like to do some research. And there was <laughs> no, you like rabbit holes. There, there is a rabbit hole that we were about ready to jump into and actually a connection to actually the origin of this podcast. Oh, God damn. The topic of discussion today, let's not mess around. Let's tell you what we are discussing today. Today we are discussing... Porn. Softcore. <laughs> porn. Uh, entitled Day of the Warrior. <laughs> Starring WCW superstar Buff the Stuff Bagwell. He was tag team champion at this time. (laughs) He had a belt at this time. He was representing his company. In America. (laughs) America. Was he in was it would this be Stars and Bars? Or not was he was it Stars and Bars? Would he have been with Tuco Scorpio or the Patriot this time? Ninety six he probably would have been with American Males. Oh, okay. Trust me, I know. I know Tell me about your Buff Bagwell. Oh, American males. I, I felt there's all kinds of something I felt there. Like I said, like, oh. I want to be those guys. And and here we are watching the porno with a minute. I know. Like it's it's all come full circle here. Like yeah. I thought Buff Bagwell was the coolest person on the planet. Oh, me too. When him and Two Cold Scorpio were a team, they were my favorite fucking tag team of all time. Yeah, see, I missed out on the whole area. It was, like, it was you were WWE because you were a WWE kid. I was a WCW kid. Yeah, see, I didn't, I didn't like, so I didn't discover Buff Bagwell until '95, but that was American Males. And yeah. I, and at that time, I didn't. <clears throat> nothing against my father. My father's a great man, but as far as teaching me how to be a man, sometimes I feel like he fell down. <laughs> so I had to pick it all up because, from the American Males because cats in the cradle and the silver spoon. Yep, uh, dad, exactly why. My dad's a workaholic, hence why I'm a workaholic. Uh, like my dad didn't teach me how to throw a baseball or how to throw a football. Uh, I got none of that. Nope. My dad never taught me how to shave. He never taught me all the things that your fathers have taught most men in their life. And the idea of how to be a masculine man and put yourself out there in the world. I, I didn't get a lot of that, but that's probably to my benefit. Why I'm not a gross male when it comes to females. <laughs> Actually, now that you say that, I don't think my dad did a lot of that either. Yeah, so I, I feel clearly I have this huge beard. He never taught me to shave. <laughs> yeah, baseball, baseball is about the extent of things, got, and that was hardly there. Got none of it. Um, so I, I, only thing I really got was like how to how to, how to put the shot. Like that was the only yeah. time I had with my dad. And then when I stopped that, I lost my connection with the yeah. This is not my. <laughs> this is not. This is not your suck. This it's is not your anyway, psychiatrist session. I was looking, and I think that's why pro wrestling probably existed in my world at this mm-hmm. time, where I was having this void of. Trying to figure out what it is like to be a man. male role models, and I look towards Buff Bagwell and Scotty Riggs, and and the American males. I'm like, man, I, I don't even know what to say about this one, Jake. I want to be as cool as those. Guys. We're in a weird spot now. <laughs> Wait, well, speaking of weird spots, that's where Buff Bagwell is. These Whoa. Days. <laughs> so that's that's kind of uh, uh, that's what's weird. Looking back, I'm like, man, I looked up to you. You taught me how to be a man. He's so fucking insane jacked in this movie. Yeah. Like, he's the biggest motherfucker that ever lived. I'm going to go ahead and say, I know usually we wait to the end to give the verdict. Uh Uh-huh. I liked this movie. You know what? I enjoyed this fucking film. There there were things about this 
that I I enjoy. Mm-hmm. And, and maybe I'll kind of explain to you maybe why you like like this mm-hmm. in, in my research of, of this whole movie. And the fucking was the least denominator of as oh, to why. I didn't get, get yeah. less. We, I made more jokes during the sex than anything. Boobs are boobs. Yeah, Whatever. especially these boobs are nowhere near real. So it doesn't even, it's like making fun of the tooth fairy. Yeah, like, whatever. Yeah. Like, whatever is whatever. But, like... There are certain things about this movie, but it is basically targeted for us. This movie is actually a part of the the extensive and notorious library of Andy Sedaris, who uh, written and directed this movie. And Andy, I believe Sedaris is how it's said. Mm-hmm. I think I've, that's how I've heard it being said before. He is known for his triple beats, bullets, bombs, babes. And or boobs. I was gonna say, well, there's four Bs. There's four Bs. <laughs> there's four Bs in this three B project. You can you can sub babes or boobs. Yeah. But I think he leaned heavy on the boobs. Well, and I mean, I assume those boobs were connected to babes. Yeah. So. so but maybe not. But no, there's bo- man. Either or. It's a genius. It's a genius plan to have three Bs but come with four. And and that name may sound familiar to people listening to this podcast that also listen to how did this get made. How Did This Get Made did an episode on Hard Ticket to Hawaii, <laughs> which is an Andy Sedaris classic oh, as well. Which is also the reason we do this podcast. Exactly. So that is the connection of the, okay. uh, how this all came back around. But uh, Sedaris, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to call him Sedaris because yeah, well, what else he, he didn't put a lot of care in some of these shots. So no. I'm not going to put a lot of care in saying his name. Um, Sedaris, he's known as a, a B-movie director. But before he was a B-movie director, he was a... A revolutionary television director. He actually directed the Olympics, Monday Night Football. <laughs> yep. He was the that first. Sense. He was the first ever director of ABC's <clears throat> Worldwide of Sport, Worldwide, uh, Wide World, World of Sports. Sports. Yeah. And he actually, pi- and this is in his Wikipedia page. He pioneered because he wrote it in there before he died. Well, well, we'll get there. We'll, we'll get to the spacing of this. This is funny. On his Wikipedia page, there, there are two lines that are stuck together, and it's it's very interesting. Is one this one line goes saying that he pioneered the honey shot, which is a close up of cheerleaders and pretty girls. The next line in his Wikipedia uh, entry says he won an Emmy in 1969. Wait a minute, wait. So, so it's like he pioneered the honey shot anyway, and, he won and an then Emmy he won the Emmy as if there's a big correlation between the two. So, like, the people around the Emmy is like, holy shit. You can cut to hot chicks in the middle of sporting events. Give this guy an Emmy. Like, <laughs> did he sh- did he really win an Emmy in '69? Yes, for directing the Olympics because the, the, Olymp- oh. the Olympics always the, the director always gets an Emmy because it's such a big undertaking. <laughs> so every time there's an Olympic guaranteed, year, if you're a director, you're almost guaranteed to win an Emmy because what's going to top it? The Emmys? <laughs> no, well, I don't think- know. You know, achievement in directing and television directing. Okay. So it's okay. always going to win. It's always going to win because of such a large undertaking. And he directed the 1968 Olympics. Jesus so. Christ. So he, and then he got into B-movies and he's just like, you know what? I want bullets, bombs, babes. babes and boobs. And or boobs. And or. call it the three Bs, even though there's four of them. Which now that I think about it a second time, you would think you would have to have babes to have boobs, but... Maybe he was very revolutionary. And he's like, you know what? Dudes can have boobs. Yeah. Dude boobs. Dudes. Or maybe he's just like, you know what? The, 
the babes don't necessarily have to have boobs. No, because they can be used for their intelligence. Because they're not just boobs. They're also babes. Yeah. They're He's very woke. Yeah, very, very woke individual, as you can tell by all of the movies. <laughs> by the way, he uses uh, acronyms right away in the word lethal. Well, and, and the, the lethal acronym and, and stuff like that is a recurring thing. This is actually yes. the second of a series yes. uh, of movies. And Buff is actually in the, the sequel, sequel to this movie, so we might uh, have that, a return. Oh, we definitely have to. Oh, Because yeah. now I need to see how this plays out, because it's... Lethal Ladies Return to Savage Beach, I believe, is the sequel, and in that one, he's the good guy. Mm-hmm. I need to, I need to know. I, I thought he was gonna be like a late game babyface. Yeah, and because the way they showed him, I think, and the way that he has like this Indian pride. So I assumed like we would, we'd, he'd be swayed to the the good guy side, but no, cocksucker through and through. Okay. Now I need to see his his redemption. We had to see the character. Yeah. The full arc of the warrior. Yeah, of the warrior. <laughs> he gets a name. <laughs> but let's kind of just run through, through, the, through the cast and kind of what I found okay. on their IMDb page. Just right. set up some of the characters so we reference them. Um, they have a lot of recurring characters and stuff like that. Like uh, Willow Black. Oh, she was my favorite character in the entire fucking movie. Oh, yeah. And she, and she was, for a while, like in the mid to late 90s, like I was looking at an IMDb page. Is very much like if you wanted a, a very attractive black-haired woman. Mm-hmm. She, she was the that, one. Like she was in Beverly Hills Cop 3. Oh, I'm going to go watch Beverly Hills Cop 3. She was the Annihilator girl. Actually, I, I love, that was my favorite Beverly Hills Cop. Was <laughs> <laughs> that when they were at uh, the, the music park okay. thing, right? And yeah. they printed their own money. Well, now, now I'm questioning your, your childhood, so. I had a weird upbringing. Yeah, <laughs> My dad wasn't there. Uh, she was also Naked Gun 33 and a third. And Favorite. Yes, yeah, she was the dominatrix in okay. uh, Fertility Clinic. Yep. And she was, of course, in an episode of Baywatch. So <laughs> well, she, why wouldn't she be? So she got the, the triple crown she, in, in the 90s. She hit her chops. Yes. And we also have Doc Austin, pay, played by Kevin Light, who is now big in the world of yoga right now. Has his own yoga clothing line. Doc was the Dolph Lundgren-looking guy, right? Blonde hair. Okay, yeah, yeah. And then we have, of course, Cobra, uh, who is Julie K. Smith, who you might recognize from uh, Cleavage Field and <laughs> Witches of Breastwick, I believe. Definitely Witches of Breastwick. I don't know about Cleavage Field. <laughs> uh, of course, we have Tiger uh, Fu, who may be the most accomplished person yep. in this entire movie. He's also appeared in Mortal Kombat, Big Trouble in Little Chinatown. Uh, but here he is in Day of the Warrior. <coughs> so... Um, but yeah, we have the Lethal Ladies Return, which is basically mm-hmm. the tagline to this, because mm-hmm. this is the, the second installment. We start with a nice strip club intro. Oh, so there was a third? Like, so there was a beginning, and then there was Day of the Warrior, and then there's Return to Savage Beach? And I think there might have even been a... Holy shit. So... I know what I'm doing when I get home tonight. But I'm also, to wrap this up. But also, too, like, um, Sedaris would use these same people... In different mm-hmm. roles, and he's just like, I like working with these people. Yeah. I'm just gonna put them in a different part, and we're gonna do it, and then we're gonna come back to these characters. And Fuck it, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. <laughs> appreciate the man. Hey, the man. Um, visionary. Also appreciation his love for acronyms. Man. Uh, lethal, which stands for Legion to ensure total harmony and mm-hmm. law. <laughs> I like how we skip over two, but we don't skip over and in the no, acronym. No, we need it. So. A uh, little reverse engineer, I think so. Uh, I like how there's a computer section mm-hmm. in this in this office. 
Like there's no other computers in this spy nope. network, just in this mm, one Just room. this one deal, and only this one girl supposedly knows how to use it. But, but Only who, Tiger knows what's up. But who am I to say anything when Commander Willow Black is oh. doing a Stairmaster in like a Brazilian bikini? I appreciated like the entire walk that Tiger does from her office to Commander's office, <laughs> that it's only women. Like... No diversity hires, because fuck that. I mean, women only. No dicks. Mm-hmm. But then we get there to the office, and there's just one random dude watching her on the on the Stairmaster. And I was like, mm, it kind of kills the company for me. She's she's having a, a professional briefing, okay, yeah. while she's doing her Stairmaster. Yeah, and it's her like really the, awesome Borat-style bikini. Yes. To, to, I think it's a Brazilian-style. I don't know. Whatever. Whatever. Never been there. But this is where we set up that the other agents of Lethal are mm-hmm. out. Like, we have Shark and Scorpion. They're out filming porno. Doing doing weird dance pornos together. Mm-hmm. Cobra is a stripper. Mm-hmm. And Doc Austin. Which we start with Cobra in a very Pussy Riot-esque motif okay. of the, uh, the full head ski mask with just the eyes and mouth open. Very Pussy Riot, very pro-femme shot of her. And I appreciated that one. Mm-hmm. Then she took her tits out. I mean, which, you know... Depending on how you feel about sex workers, is it a plus or a minus? Mm-hmm. I'm for it a plus. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Very, very she probably made a ton of money. Especially during that era. Yeah. You know, where strippers were probably much more appreciated financially mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, than they are probably today. Yeah. So good for her. 2009 was very much the beginning of the end for strippers. <laughs> so I'm told. Yeah, I don't go. I don't know. <laughs> um, All I know is nowadays you can't get ones, you only get twos, and I don't want to go anymore. Yeah. Uh, but we get to Doc Austin in the field where he punches a guy through the flimsiest wall in the world. It took for fucking ever for him. So he gets out of his car. He takes a Magnum, puts it down his dick. Yes. Then he takes the tiniest of blow dart guns, puts that in his butt, pulls out the hugest assault rifle uh, that we probably shouldn't have in America because I just feel that way about gun control. And he's like, you know what? Don't need it. Puts it back down on his car. You know, whatever. And then goes, he's going to shoot this guy with the magnum. Goes, nope, I'll just go with this little blow dart gun. But is the loudest son of a bitch to get this close to a dude that's just looking <laughs> off in the woods. This this shack looks like a <laughs> child's fort. Yeah. Which he just eventually blows up yeah, in the <laughs> For no reason. <laughs> he blows up the Jeep that's there, too. There was two guys. They both could have ridden out there in those jeeps separately. Nope, but he made those illegal immigrants walk back to the Yeah. Just <laughs> 50 miles that way. How do you know? Um, we get some cutaways of some random changing clothes. <laughs> yeah, we get a lot of like random shots of changing Of just clothes. other stuff. Yeah, of just like they cut away between all of these stories. Like I will say this. This movie is better at intercutting characters and the different storylines that are going mm-hmm. on with like, these characters than the last two seasons of The Walking Dead. <laughs> like, I feel like there's... <laughs> there's something to be learned. There, there, it's, it's paced far better. Like, <laughs> you, like, like, this is definitely better. This whole movie is paced better than, than like I said, the last two seasons of The Walking Dead. <laughs> like, I'm, ch- I'm checking in with each character. I'm not... Neither character is neglected for too long. Yeah. I know what's going on with them. Yeah. I'm invested in each one of their actions. I'm cut away right. at a certain time. It's not abruptly pushed away. It, it, everything makes sense. It's all connected, and we all build to one point. So. And every time you mention it, you've mentioned Walking Dead. I failed to tell you you should be watching Z Nation. 
maybe I, maybe I should be. Maybe, maybe that just where my taste floats. If I like this movie. Oh, if you like this movie, Z Nation is your fucking jam. I need to look into it, but the question is uh, of my jam and something that's very timely right now. Segways 101. What do you think of uh, Mexican TJ Miller in this? Oh, <laughs> that was the first thing I said. So I watched this movie with my girlfriend, and um, and so like I like we we watched uh, our previous. I uh, know we we watched the, the episode we we'll be watching next. We watched that, or the episode we'll be talking about next. Uh, we no, watched no, that episode before. Oh, so this already happened. Yeah, that's already happened. Okay, so we, yeah, we we've watched. Already, we've already discussed the raw. Ball. Okay, so we watched the raw ball. Uh, she was also a WWE kid, mm-hmm. um, so we watched that and whatever. And then I knew I had to watch this other thing, and she got on her phone. So like, this is perfect, safe time. And so I turned it on, um, and all she heard was the really hokey eagle call at the very beginning with the light, lightning strike thing. She's, what is this? I was like, well, now you have to watch it with me. Mm-hmm. It's a softcore porn with Buff Bagwell in it. And she's like, all right, give me a minute. <laughs> and so... Because you need a minute. You need to brace yourself. Yeah, you got to get ready. You can't just... You can't jump in. Uh, <laughs> and so as soon as, it, like, as soon as he popped up, I go, holy shit, it's TJ Miller. <laughs> she didn't get it. Then I had to explain to her who he was. She knew who T.J. Miller was? She knew him through Silicon Valley, but not by name. Oh, God, I'm glad yeah. this is why we're friends. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> but yeah. So, as he popped up, I was like, holy, is that T.J. Miller? No. Is, is, is it like, work out if that was, like, timely appropriate? No, it's it's, it's Mexican T.J. Miller. It's totally and, a Mexican T.J. Miller. And I don't even, like, bother to know what that character is. No, it didn't matter. It's T.J. Miller. In, in in my notes, it's Mexican T.J. Yeah, Miller. of course. Because oh, that's there. definitely correct. Exactly. That's his name. It's Christian. First name Mexican, middle name T.J. Miller. Okay. Last name Sanchez, I assume. I have no idea. And he immediately kills his nephew. Right away, like it ain't shit. And Doc's like, I just fought and blew up this child's fort yeah. to bring him back to you yep. and you just murder him. Yep. So. Did you kill those guys? No, nah, I let them go. Good idea. Kill my nephew. <laughs> that is crazy behavior of T.J. Miller. Yeah, that's some T.J. Miller level shit right there. <laughs> Uh, this is where we transition into the first shot of the warrior. Man. Sitting in a ring. <laughs> what about being culturally inappropriate? Yeah. <laughs> and cultural appropriation as well. Um, and they, they put a guy in the ring, and he says he's going to fight him with one hand behind it, tied behind his back. He and, never fucking does. And then changes his mind. Yeah. And says, no. Nah. with one hand, and then hits him with that one that's supposed to be tied behind his back. And then gave him a pile driver. <laughs> And that's why we can't wrestle in New Orleans anymore. <laughs> because this movie was predominantly filmed in Louisiana. Bang, bang, baby. We just made some shit work. Oh, my God. This this makes so much sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Andy Sedaris filmed in Louisiana, probably, like Shreveport. That's mm-hmm. why a lot of mm-hmm. stuff happens. A lot of stuff you'll see is from Shreveport. And it's so close to Dallas, so you just hop over to yeah, Dallas. Yeah, right back. Boom, boom. Boom, boom, right there. So... The Louisiana State Athletic Commission saw this movie. And they were like, no, that'll kill people. Saw that the pile driver will kill people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that is why he's outlawed. And then later he sees the intergender match and is like, no, that shit can stay. Exactly. exactly. And that's why we did what we did at, at WrestleCon. All coming together. This, guys, this movie is a touchstone for a lot of people. Guys, if you haven't watched our match on the WrestleCon on the Hot, on the Hot Spots Wrestling Network, go ahead and watch that real fast and come right back to this because you'll understand... How Buff Bagwell made that possible for all of us. Every single one of us. Um, but also, too, when he gave the pile driver. <laughs> that little crunch noise. That. 
But what you <coughs> said, he, this, I think this is the first we hear the, the yell that he does that they ADR and they keep using mm-hmm. over again. I, I don't know if you see that copy. Ah! <laughs> it's like this, that's very close to the microphone, but I want to blow out everything. Yeah, spirit. please. So I had to pull away for a little bit, but like it's you like he it. yells into it, and there's a and there's a yell, especially in the intergender match later. Yeah. But after he pile drives him, he yells, "Delicious! Bring me more!" <laughs> Which next time I'll probably do pile drive somebody. I scream. <laughs> yeah, you better do it. You and. I assume you're wrestling White Mike this weekend. Uh, yeah, probably. Or you will, you will have already wrestled White Mike again. I hope you yell it. Yeah, exactly. I hope you yelled it already. Yeah, I, I, I knowing what I know about time travel. By the time this episode comes out, I would have yelled it at least sixteen times. Good. So delicious. Give me more. Delicious. Give me more. This is what also caused uh, Ryback to start his feed me more thing. Oh my God! This is a touchstone for people. Yeah. Um. But. Uh, I, I want to see a movie since this is, a, this is a sequel, but I want to see the sequel involving JP and Chaz, the guys from Malibu. Oh yeah, stockbrokers. The, the Stanford or whatever. No, they're Harvard. They're from Harvard. The girls are from Stanford. Yes. I want to see their buddy buddy movie. Yeah. That led them to be pieces of shit. Yeah, like what what's their origin story? Oh man, like a, a PCU esque movie where they're in college trying to get through Harvard. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And they try to go to White Castle probably at some point or whatever an equivalent mm-hmm. burger joint is for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like Dick Van Dyke instead of Neil Patrick Harris. Oh please, <laughs> God, that'd be great. That'd be that'd be fantastic. They but were yeah. the best worst characters ever. Oh yeah, there were times where they were really great, and then mm-hmm. there was like times like what the fuck? Is <laughs> I can't wait till you die. Yeah. And then they don't die. And we, but we we still get enough comeuppance on them where you're like, that works. Oh, you scamps. <laughs> yeah, let's get out of here. Scamps. Uh, but that w- one of those guys is used in a lot of the movies for... for, for <laughs> I assume the guy with the ponytail. Yes. Okay, good. I mean, he's got a ponytail. You can't just let that go to waste. Especially in the 90s. Oh, please. <laughs> we got a bad guy that has a ponytail. So this is like the, the porn version of Corey Haynes and Corey Feldman. I was thinking more of the porn version of Treat Williams. <laughs> Which is also <laughs> Treat Williams. Yeah. It's Treat Williams, Treat Williams. <laughs> yes. Um, but I like the, how low res the, uh, this video was. Uh, you couldn't see the nipples of the lady that flashed her tits. The yeah. Jazz. Yep. So let that, let that which, is, which is like, to, to, to give a point back to us, we're not really watching porn because you can't make any nipples out. Yeah. This is a shit quality video on YouTube, guys. Um, 96 doesn't translate well. Uh, also, too, uh, well, we got we got to keep moving along. Yeah, of course. Stuff like this, but uh, but you know, don't worry. This movie moves right around right along with. Yeah, long, oh, it's super fast. Long montage with uh, Cobra getting dressed. Yeah, and just her theme song playing in the background. Wow, very, it's a Cobra. Very very similar to like Doctor No, James Bond, where like they had this really awesome theme song. Yeah, and they would just have it playing in the background. Yep. Like three times during Doctor No, <laughs> like the early days of James Bond films, like they didn't know what to do with that really awesome theme. Yeah. So they would like put it in. When Just get, put it wherever. They would put it when he'd be walking through the lobby of a hotel. Yeah. You see Doctor No? <laughs> Play that fucking song. Yeah. Like he's just walking through an island. <laughs> checking into hell. Going to dinner. Like they would use it all the time. They backed off and now they put it in very special moments, but they overdid it. Yeah, this this Cobra song played for like four and a half minutes straight. And and but speaking of spies, I feel like this Russian diamond trade is the most spy thing in this entire movie. Like that whole interaction 
is is very smart. The the guy that like is selling her these diamonds for the money is legit the best actor in this entire film. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's very direct. You know, just fucking straight to the point. Hits his he's the his real. Life. He's the real MVP in this film, it's and they kill him immediately. Because <laughs> whatever. Because why not? Why? Why not? But he's probably in other Sedaris movies. Yeah, all but, of them. Whatever. Uh, we get to. Uh, we're gonna see a lot of location shifts. Okay, yeah, well, let's do it. Louisiana. We go to Vegas now, mm-hmm. where we meet Fu, who's an Elvis impersonator. <laughs> what a long reveal. Yeah, like that just. Takes a fucking while. Yep. But we, we do get to learn about the warrior's background. Mm-hmm. Where mm-hmm. he got a gold medal in wrestling and two other international events. I wouldn't know what wrestling it was in those Olympics. Like, I don't assume it's collegiate wrestling. Listen, anytime... This is, this what are the other two? Yeah. <laughs> Better what, question. Yeah, exactly. That was my question. What are the other two things he got medals in? <laughs> he had curling. He had wrestling. And bobsled three man. Yeah, what are the like? I understand a swimmer, you could do the, the front stroke, the back mm-hmm. stroke, the relays, mm-hmm. and so like swimmers can get like nine medals. It's yeah. possible. But wrestlers, <laughs> they don't really have a lot of like other stuff. Yeah, like my uncle was a, a rare rare bird in the sense that he qualified in the shot put and weightlifting. <laughs> so like those are kind of transferable. But my uncle was not going to be running the hundred meter dash. <laughs> also too. Other track and field events. Other track and field events. But they also talk about the, the network of the warrior. Yeah. Ever since the Cold War, he set up a, a smuggler of art and a nice cutaway of buff. I'm like holding a poster that just had string <laughs> hanging off of it. I think that looks like a poster that we have at the office of Hulk Hogan. <laughs> yep. Which is even funnier uh, background piece of information for people is what Eric Bischoff did a lot during WCW during its heyday when guys were making money is he would get these guys to invest money in businesses, and then Eric would then, if he, like, let's say, like, like the Steiner Brothers, they invest in a t-shirt company business, yeah. like a t-shirt company. So then Eric was like, oh, well, we're going to order WCW t-shirts through your company. Mm-hmm. So we could get some of this WCW. Double dip. Double dip on the company's dime. That's why Jimmy Hart made all that music, so Jimmy Hart could double dip on the music. Yeah. Buff's thing was printing shop for posters <laughs> so all those posters that that came from wcw were all through the same printing shop printing shop that was owned by buff bagwell mm. that's why they had a life-size poster of buff which he still sells to this day as he should so but that's how those guys were out double and dippling from the company gotcha so. is that company still in business because i noticed he has a shit ton of eight by tens i'm still making that money still making that wcw money mm-hmm by hook or by crook, my friend. <laughs> but they talk about like smuggling art, gold, and porno. Yeah. Big thumbs up yeah. for porno. <laughs> you get it. You get it. And this is where we start checking in on Shark and Scorpion. Uh, I'm so flat. What we do today is we're over the sea for three days. I don't fucking know what the fuck this is even talking about. I have some. What is it? Go ahead. Tell I don't even know. Maybe I can remember. What is it? Something so flat is really good. I don't know. I was watching this at like 2 a.m., so my notes are a little bit feverish. I don't even know what this says. I don't even know what this says. Whatever. Uh, Shark and Scorpion. I th- whatever. Fuck, I know that we get to check in on them. We get back to the Warrior. Um, warrior meets with Chaz and PJ, and they set up this whole elaborate... Thing for them to film this next porno. This thing is porno. They... they s- 
sneak a camera in there. Yeah. To record the uh, digit, like for record them, uh, the code to get in the room. I think that, yeah, that might be a little bit later on. Yes, yeah, a little later, or okay. whatever. But we've fucking we've covered it. There, it's done. It's over mm-hmm. with. Uh, Mexican TJ Miller and Kim. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that I only want to mention this scene, even though it does nothing. Uh, probably my favorite part of the entire movie. When she shot the owl. Okay, that's real good too. Same time though, they have a fax machine in the backseat of their fucking car. <laughs> Yes. 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 That whole that whole scene was great, where she shoots the owl, but there's a fax machine that they can they can receive and send in the middle of the woods. Shoots a shotgun yeah. at an owl sitting on a building labeled fuel storage. There's a whole lot of shooting at that building later in the movie, and nothing comes of nothing it. Nothing comes of it until later. Yeah. Like, uh, well, then also she has this like sign off line where the where Mexican T.J. Miller goes. Uh, that owl is endangered. And she goes, well, it's not endangered anymore. Well, that's a, that's a thing, too. I was like, you're going to reference that? Like, why did you reference the fact that she shot at fuel storage? <laughs> yeah. You almost fucking killed us. <laughs> like, no, let's talk about how endangered yeah. that owl was. We were almost in danger. Could she have said, well, now it's extinct? Yeah. You know, something. I need a better lighter off, please. That's okay. They, they were too busy blocking out uh, Willow Willow's tits knocking over Foo next. You're so. right. Good for Foo. Good for Foo. Yeah, he needs a little bit. He needs a win in this movie. Um, then we get the Cobra Pool shootout. This is where we get a succession of shootouts. Yeah. With all, all these ages. We get a shootout yeah. with Cobra, a shootout with Doc Austin. Um, and, and I like how we get the shootout with, Co- with, with Cobra, and she realizes she's in trouble. So the first thing she does is... Because uh, uh, Willow sent out the emergency beacon. Yes. And if anybody was around her to intercept it... She'd be in trouble. Her life could end. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, conveniently enough, there was someone there. There was someone there. And she had to shoot out of the pool. <laughs> and she survives it. So then she puts on something I've never seen before. We had this conversation. Like, she puts on thigh-high zebra tights, but then puts leather completely over it all. Yeah, there weren't any thigh-highs. They were, like, all the way up yeah. to, like... But like, she was also wearing separate panties that were also zebra. No, she wasn't wearing panties. What? I don't think she put panties yeah, on. Yeah, they were already on. Okay, they were already. She already had. And, like, and then she pulled up these thigh high zebra deals. But like not th- like not just the thigh highs, like all the way up. Yeah, to up like to the, the hip, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hip yeah. Like way up there. Way up there, and then she puts on pleather pants. Yeah, and like, it just like covers it all up with nothing. Like it, it's is, is that to like what, prevent, what weird socks you have? Is that like to prevent like chafing? So women, if you're out there listening, you know what that means. Would you please tell us, lost guys? Yeah, like hashtag lost dudes in wrestling. Like she basically put on like Allen Iverson arm sleeves <laughs> on her legs, but on her thighs that were like zebra, and then put on pleather pants. Is, is that what you ladies do? Now it's it it blows my mind that so as she she shoots that guy and he falls in the pool uh, when she realizes that's not her pool guy, mm-hmm. she makes like some quip like, "Oh man, now my pool guy's gonna be real pissed off." And then she does the, the change, and she leaves and pulls up beside his golf cart where he is shot in the head and dead, mm-hmm. and makes zero fucking reference to it. That's a good pun. That was that was a perfect time to say something real stupid. Mm-hmm. I was real upset about that part. Really let me down. Yeah. Way to go, Cobra. We get to see so much day to day stuff with Cobra. Mm-hmm, yeah. Like we see her go to like the airport, check in. Mm-hmm. Like it just the get fun, dressed. Get dressed. 
brush your teeth. She drives a nice Mercedes. You know, come on. You know, get a blue apron, cook yeah. up a meal, all that thing. It serves two. She puts one serving in the fridge in a Tupperware. They open up a box from Evan Country. I was about to say, we're not getting we're not getting sponsorship from Blue Apron. We got to be careful. Well, we can put it up there. Put it up Takes there. her shower with Evan's Country Clean. Yeah, all all of that. And then we get the, the porn scene where we have JP with the boom mic, which is just the handheld mic. I love it. That's the best, the, the best boom mic guy ever. And then they decide to start making noises for it. Yeah. And then, then they go their separate ways. Uh, and then they get back in and mm-hmm. find out, like, oh, this is where they're counterfeiting movies. Yeah. And porn. <laughs> which is so funny. In 1986, actually, that's a big enterprise mm-hmm. is bootlegging Porn. When it's like just second nature nowadays. Oh, yeah. That's, when that's how I watch TV. That's how we saw this movie. Yeah. We saw this movie on a YouTube clip. Yep. <laughs> so, like... That, that, so, if you haven't watched it yet, hop off right now and go watch YouTube. Very, Day of the Warrior. Very meta. Yeah. We're watching a counter, a bootleg movie. But the sheer amount of hardware that's needed to make this occur... Oh, no. There was just... Like, Five walls of computers and one reel to reel. To bootleg this movie and put it on YouTube, it was just some some wonderful person with a laptop. <laughs> yep. I can't say piece of shit because we're glad that you put this yeah, up there. Thank you. So we could watch this and talk about it for an episode. Uh, another shootout ensues. <coughs> um, they find uh, and then they get sh- a co- uh, shark and scorpion. It's very hard to keep these names straight. Yeah. you know. Uh, they get shot, but they're fine. But then they find the real Pete and Charlie, and one of them sounds exactly like Trevor Lee. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, I, anybody who knows Trevor Lee is, wa- and, and watching this movie... Hey, y'all, they locked us up in this closet! Yeah, he, I, I was like on my phone at this time, and I looked up and go, what the fuck is Trevor Lee doing on this And movie? it's worse that the real guys are bigger pieces of shit than the fucking guys that kidnapped them. Yeah, exactly. Like, like, JP and Chaz are, mm-hmm. like, more competent than Pete and Charlie. <laughs> yeah. So. Anyways, we get... That to, runs into a shootout. There's another shootout. But then we leads into a shower scene mm-hmm. with Doc Austin and Cobra, which we are not able to see in this version because, like, it's a very low res. But one of the big goofs in this movie is... But there was no water in the in the shower? No, you can see the camera crew through the reflection oh. of the shower. Okay, I couldn't see water. Coming out, I thought they just had the noise going. Very, very low res, what we're seeing, but yeah. apparently you can see the camera crew if you have, like, the DVD version. <laughs> which, if you have the DVD version, would you please take a picture of the cover and send it to us? Please. Uh, we'll give you a free podcast. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll give you a discount code to Evan's Country Clean Soap. Which is booked 15. <laughs> uh, Oops. Uh, but, uh, why do I have... It's just like butt with oh buff with <laughs> butt butt but, with it's but, same thing but uh buff with JP and Chaz Mexican TJ Miller at his um, house yeah I think it's when Buff's got the really fancy shirt yeah he's got on right there and Buff you know I feel like he's doing some good acting here oh Buff's killing it Buff's doing real good yeah but I think that's like just compared to everybody else yeah it's hard to be bad it's hard to be bad minus but, uh minus guy in Diamond Store but but if this is like, <coughs> If this is your first like acting job, isn't this perfect? Yeah. Because then you look just as good as anybody Yeah, you else. look fucking stellar. If not better, in yeah. this case, because he does. Yeah, because like, why would you want to be like Hulk Hogan and you're acting against like uh, 
the fucking one guy from the, the whole bar. The rest of them. The rest of them. <laughs> Everyone else. That, that typical 80s bad guy. Tiny Zeus Lister. I don't know. Yeah, Name I, somebody. Yeah. <laughs> okay, maybe he did try. Maybe he did try. But, oh, Hulk Hogan against Christopher Lloyd. There we go. How were you going to outdo out Christopher Lloyd? Hulk uh, Hogan. Come on. Yeah, come on. Get exposed. Get out of here, Doc and, Brown. And, and Sherman Helmsley. Sherman Helms, Helmsley. That's right. I was like, that's not right, because I'm thinking Herman Hunter or something. No, Sherman Elms. Like, <laughs> and Mr. Elms. Nanny. So. Yeah. That, that was your downfall, Hulk Hogan. Yep, yeah, that's what you did. You should have stuck with Shannon Tweet. That should have been your oh, first movie. God so. bless her. Um, uh, oh, the, the Warrior's right-hand man, doesn't it? Rem, doesn't he remind you of Martin Sheen a little bit? I, was, I, was, I kept calling him uh, John Walsh. Okay. Like John Walsh with a big mullet. Okay. Well, and his voice changes yeah. at the end. Oh, yeah. Like, weirdly. I thought he was Australian at first, and then it changes like completely different. No, that was the other guy. That was the, that was the guy that worked with Lethal. He was Australian. Okay. But but he was Australian oh, yeah, 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 yeah. some of the time. Not yeah, all so the time. not all the time. So, but yeah, but yeah, still still guy looks like John Walsh. Yeah, so yeah, we didn't know Yeah, it totally was. looks like everyone, every old gray-haired guy. Yeah, but but he, that weird handshake he did. <laughs> he go for a handshake, but it was just like, ha! Ah, I don't know what we're doing. <laughs> it's like, like, like you're trying to shake hands with like an old hip white guy. <laughs> or Martin Sheen. Yeah, I'm just going straight handshake. You're trying to give me some Jab Soul Brother shit. Mm-hmm. Um, this is where we get a shot of Buff doing abs. Like like you do. Mm-hmm. Is this, does this lead into Buff's sex scene? Oh, yeah. This is, this is, this so is. the entire time, like, man, Buff better get a fucking sex scene. He deserves it. Well, well, well that's why I... I, I found it on Instagram because I, I, yeah. I like stuff that's like uh, trashy movie <laughs> yeah, Instagrams yeah. and from VHS and obviously wrestling Instagram stuff. So when Instagram does the algorithm, yeah, it was just a matter of time before I found an Instagram post about Day of the Warrior. Yeah, of course. And it was a screenshot of Buff rubbing paint on a girl's butt. What the fuck? And I was like, we have to discuss this movie. And What a weird it. sex scene. She's wearing less clothes at the beginning of the sex scene than she is at the end of the sex scene. Somehow she manages to get a shirt on while she's still rubbing paint on him. And, like... Uh, the, you barely get a nipple. Not to say that I need a nipple. I'm just saying that Buff deserved a full-on fuck scene. Yeah, he, he really... He's did. a goddamn tag team champion. Yeah. And, like, he awkwardly kissed her? Like, yeah. I feel like he... Like, Buff, don't you know how to you love don't, the ladies? Come like, on now. I, you don't get I, this. I find it hard to believe that in 20 years you're going to start charging girls $12,000 for a weekend to fuck around. Oh, if this is your promo reel for yeah. you, this is awful. Yeah. Like Buff you, Bagwell, male gigolo? Yeah. If this is your promo reel, this is a bad example, You're fucking friend. up. Yeah, Buff, come on. Like, you, when you're giving the ladies this stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's weird that you and I had to tell them how to give the stuff. When... He's been selling this stuff yeah. for decades. Yeah. Like, but yeah, it's just very, very odd. And of course, it's he's hooking up with Mexican TJ Miller's mm-hmm. girl, yeah, so that's yeah. like a big twist right there. Yeah. You know? Which we know here soon. These bitches ain't loyal. Oh, definitely not her. Definitely not Kim. No, nope, Kim not is, at all. Kim is not loyal. Not at loyal. all. She she's crazy. No, that dog don't hunt. But at the same time, too, like, wouldn't she be the best person for the warrior? Yeah. He's crazy. She's crazy. They both kill people. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you think when when uh, the warrior finishes, he goes, Ah, delicious! Give Don't, me more! Give me more. Of course. He has to. Oh. Well, he has to. I mean, I figure that's where he got it. Or or when she's uh, reached climax, does she yell that? 
And that's where he got it from. And like he right. learned by example. Yeah, that, that's just an inside joke for him. Yeah. Much like when I do it in the ring this weekend, <laughs> it's an inside joke for me and you. Yeah. When he does it, it's an inside joke when, for him what? and his lover, Kim. <laughs> where are you resting this weekend? I'll be there. No, I'm good. I'm back in. Oh, you back in? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. All right. Well, you guys are running Gastonia again. I didn't get that banned. Okay. All right. Well, how about that? Uh, <laughs> um, uh, let's see. Rubbing. Oh yeah, the rubbing pan each other. And I was like, is this a love scene? Like, <laughs> I don't know. Is... I'm not hard, but I'm not saying that I couldn't get hard if I it, wanted to for this. Yeah, it's de- it's definitely no a love scene which we're gonna see coming up here very soon. Where, I guess they have love scenes. But, but that's a big twist, too. Let's not get too far ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about Jordan, who's an Australian working for the U.S. government. Sure. You from D.C.? Yeah. yeah. I, guess he, I guess he is the leader of... I guess he's the business suit behind Lethal? Like, he's the, the general... He's team. like the liaison between the government and Lethal. Yeah. I, I guess that's what it is. Like, he's mm-hmm. kind of like Commander Willow's... Boss. boss Willow Black's boss yeah like yeah so uh, I don't know I don't know this, the third act at one point in time just kind of falls apart yeah right and then then he has a sidekick guy yes who we later find out is Mr. Hard Drive yeah H-D mm-hmm. H equals hard D equals drive which H-D <laughs> he is the only H-D involved in this video file whatsoever yeah I'm sure it's very hard to find this on Blu-ray, my <laughs> um, We also get to see a scene where a bulldozer sneaks up on Super Spons. Which is... So, like, when this was happening, like, he drove his, like... First, like, he drives his car up, like, real close to a tree. Mm-hmm. And as soon as it happens, like, man, he's real close to that tree. How's he going to get out? Mm-hmm. And then... Um, then they're, like, only, like, a hundred feet from the driveway in which Buff and everyone's coming up. Like, how are you... How do you think you're hidden? You're terrible spies. Oh, but before you're there, buffing a suit. What do you think? Looking great. Good. Looking real good. Fuck, man. I want to look that good. No in a suit. shit. Like, it's still. Where do you get your tailored suits out, Buff? Because Ric Flair ain't doing it right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because, yeah, like, you could see, like, like the ripples of his muscles. Biceps. You could see traps and that thing. But you could also tell it was comfy. Yeah, like, it didn't see like it was, like, too snug. No, on him. but it wasn't baggy. It, it hit all the good spots. It fit him. Yeah. It fit him. It wasn't like, you know, I, I work out and I'm too cheap to buy a suit. No, no, no. It, it was, was like, I got this made for this body. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, Ric Flair, who was your tailor? Yeah. It's, it's not the same as Buck Bagwell's nah, He was bought yours at a fucking Berlin Coat Factory. That, that's that's why, you know, you know, Ric Flair buying his suits in Kansas City. Buff must have, there must be a great tailor. There's a real good guy in there. Atlanta somewhere. Just fucking around. I, next time I see Buff, I'm like, who was your tailor? <laughs> You remember the movie The Day of the Warrior? Who was your tailor for that? Like, <laughs> Who did you get that suit, suit from? That suit was pretty fucking God, awesome. next time I see Buff, I'm going to talk to him about this. I see him every once in a while on some random bullshit shows, and like one time out of ten, he remembers me. Because mm-hmm. uh, when he got staph infection, I wrote, uh, I towed off the sweat off of his back. <laughs> he remembers that sometimes. The one I actually wrestled him also. I didn't just hang out to wipe his back down. Yeah. But uh, I'm going to ask him, so, Day of the Warrior, I got a lot to talk to you about. Oh, I, I Did you get to shoot fucking those girls? <laughs> no, man. I was like with a woman at the time, and she was all weirded out, and that's why the love scene didn't come off as well as it's like, yeah, like man. Oh, this is the info we need, Bob. Yeah, thank you so much. <laughs> Don't mind me recording this. <laughs> Guys, I got the holy grail of this show. Ah! I got a smoking gun. Uh, but no, I, I played a little joke on, on Buff one day. 
I because we've seen in the Ricky Nelson shows, and of course they usually and in battle royals, like and, you do. And I've wrestled Buff before, and it was fine. It was great. Yeah, it was whatever. You know, he it, posed. You know, bump for it. That's listen, what you it do. was it was off my bucket list. It was yeah. somebody who I really wanted to wrestle yeah. for a very long time, and I wrestled him. And then he was in this battle royal, and of course I was still kind of like half a wrestling character and half not. And I come up and I'm and he's hitting me, and then I turn him around, and I start hitting him, and I go, "You remember me?" And he goes. Am I supposed to? <laughs> and, I, and I like fake choke him. I'm like, I asked you for an autograph one day. And he goes, did I give it to you? And I go, no. <laughs> and he goes, no. And I, we were just playing around like Yeah, of kidding. course. But it was just fun. Like, when he like, got it, he hopped on. A man who I looked up to for my manhood advice, we're playing around like kids. Mm-hmm. It was just a very, very touching moment. So I feel like we could have a conversation about Day of the Warriors. Of course. But let's keep talking about it. We're almost there. We're almost there. Uh, we're almost to climax. Exactly. That's why we had to pull it back a little. We're, we're edging right now. Mm, we're edging. We're, we're right edging right, right now. So. We're cuckling ourselves a little bit. Yeah, exactly. We don't. We, we don't want to make this too short of an episode. No. We want to blow it. You know what I'm saying? Let's stretch this out. Make this yeah. a movie, not an episode of TV. Which, there you go. You know, if they made this a TV episode, and they just try and pack this into an hour. I think, we, I think we got something that's pretty fucking tight. Well, yeah, that'd see be. Episode two. We take yeah, yeah we take out some some of the nudity that's not really there. We we'd probably make this happen. Yeah, was, a, a real good USA Up Late show. Yeah, or one of those like old syndicated shows that was part of the Action Pack mm-hmm. that had like a TV version of Midnight Run. Yeah. And, uh, time. Come on, like a Sunday at three PM on Channel Forty Six, Jay Z Y. It was like also part of like like Hercules was a part. Yeah, of Yeah, I was gonna say I read for like Beauty and the Beast. Uh, time Wars or or something. Xena Warrior Princess was there. Yeah, it's time. I'm trying to forget what the William Shatner thing was. It was time something. Whatever, whatever it was. You guys get it. We've we've explained enough. We've explained enough. But it was one of it would be like one of those like syndicated mm-hmm. shows. They could have turned that into take a little bit of the nudie up and still have a little bit of sexy time. Yeah. You know, yeah. And we probably, we still could have got that Buff Bagwell scene in there. That was just okay. that was just paint. That was just fun. It was just paint and abs. Just paint. Just paint. That could be the thing. And you can't have it. You know, you're very limited. <laughs> yeah? So, but uh, we do have probably. Get, I would say maybe the best sex scene between Willow and Jordan. For sure. For sure. At a Holiday Inn. So like up until this point, like I was watching it, and I was like, man. I honestly believe that Willow thinks this is a real movie because she has not fucked yet. And then as soon as I said that, we're fucking. Well, well damn. Passionately. Oh, yeah, like she loved it. Like she meant it. Like She's she, trying to get it, uh, whatever you would get for this movie, whatever I, award there is. I believe she was, I, I think she's a penthouse pet. Oh. Uh, some of these some of these girls are like penthouse pets or Playboy models or whatever type of um, magazines of the time. Yeah. They, this usually were. Sidera, I'll look it up, don't worry. Sidera's <laughs> got most of his talent from. But yeah, uh, I like how they, Willow and George just check into a Holiday Inn. Yeah. day to bang. Just dick it out. And, you know, but they call it the Holiday Dome. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. There's some dome going on. Hey-o. Glog, 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 glog. And I like how Foo is kind of like Willow's best, best girlfriend. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> talking about... Like, like friends on them real hard right away. Well, like, they, she was talking about, like, uh, like, all, like, oh, we had sex and this. Like, I don't know how to feel about this. And we didn't hear this. And Foo's like, oh, girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Which his accent goes in and out from being Japanese to just being a dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. Oh, yes, very cool. I mean, sometimes you get a fuck, sweetheart. <laughs> sometimes get it in, girl. Girl, get it. <laughs> Let Foo tell you. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but then we get the line of, this is going to be the day of the warrior. 
And basically, he's just going to take his money and go to South America? Yeah. So basically, and all of his stuff. So basically, he has the same plan as John McAvee? Like, <laughs> that's basically... So basically, he just beats himself in this? Like, you guys could just let him go and it'd be over. Yeah, he's 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 packing up everything. Yeah. He made his money. He's already done the da- all the damage he's going to do. Yeah. He's just going to take it's his money. It's not going to get worse. And he's just going to go to South America. Yeah. Peace. Deuces. <laughs> Later, y'all. Um, we have Mexican T.J. Miller with a bomb, which I think is very <laughs> ironic. Because <laughs> American T.J. Miller? He's, he's doing some shit right now about trains and stuff. Yeah. Well, maybe, sure, sure not allowed to drive the subway anymore. Ho- hopefully that's all resolved by the time this episode comes out mm-hmm. and not has been escalated. Yeah. So, or else we're going to look like real pieces of shit in this episode. Real Mick assholes. <laughs> so... Uh, we figure out who Mr. Hard Drive is. Yeah. Uh, this is where we, the Warriors' right hand man the voices change. Uh, but this is also where we get the big mixed tag oh. with all the yelling and. Uh, oh, they they blow up Mexican T.J. Miller. Yep. With his own bomb. Hopefully, American T.J. Miller doesn't suffer the same fate. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Um, we also get another boat shootout, the slowest boat shootout <laughs> ever. Uh, but that's okay, JP and Chaz survived Good. a massive It only explosion. gets blown up a little bit. Only just a little bit. Just the keto blown up. Just, just mess up their hair. Yeah. Blows their pants off of them. They're still in underwear. And, and I like how, how Kim like hides in, the, in that, that fort and mm-hmm. takes a candlestick and just like stares at Cobra awkwardly. <laughs> and then hits her with a candlestick. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, bitch. Like, just really... Which at points, I kept having a problem differentiating between Kim and Cobra. Because yeah. first she got there, like, is that Cobra? And then she hit Cobra, like, is that Kim? No. Then I kind of figured it out. Mm-hmm. And then they, they thwart her with the easiest hide in front of the boat maneuver ever. <laughs> Not even behind the boat. You were looking right at him as you ran to him. Yeah, uh, action not necessarily stage LOL. Well. Tad bit of clima- anticlimactic. Uh, we'll say the gunfire and explosions. I'd say yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Where, where we get the shootout. In the fuel storage. Yes, which finally they take the smallest gun to <laughs> explode this thing. That's right, they get a little little blow dart gun that we've realized can explode. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just realized we haven't talked about Tigra all that much, but she was like a main part of the whole thing. Yeah. Like we she was a really good transitional character. Yeah, she kind of weaved it in and out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Her and the, the, the brunette guy that got shot in the leg and is walking around with the fucking uh, the cane that is also a blow dart gun that just caused this scene. Yeah, she's... They're just there for cinematic effect. Like, Tiger was written better than Laura Conan has been <laughs> in the last couple seasons of Walking Dead. <laughs> so, um, but this is where... This is Mr. Hard Drive. I think he meets his end here. Also, Mr. Hard Drive looks like Christian Bale from American A little Psycho. bit, a little bit, yeah. So, yeah, I can see that. Make, make that note right there. Um... We get the samurai sword almost takes out Fu, <laughs> but then they get, like, the sap to take out the warrior, too. Mm-hmm. And that's just basically it. And they make the they make the joke again. Uh, get something off my chest. They make yeah. the joke twice. Yeah, like real awkward. Times, two different times. But what do you think about the mixed tag? Uh, loved it. I love that every time Fu hit the corner, there was a different motivational speech. Mm-hmm. Uh, like bleed less and sweat more or something like that. The other was no pain, no gain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he made a big deal to look at it and read it out loud. As if they're like some big revelation. Yeah, it never came. Um, That's where you could have used the rubble writers. Yep, we needed them there. Yeah. Uh, Willow looked very China esque in all of this. Uh, China from the MTV Movie Awards. Yeah. Yeah. Her her Wonder Woman deal. 
which I love that she had to take off her scantily clad outfit to put on a different scantily clad outfit just so we could see her tits and American flag. That's, I appreciated that. That's a little bit of art. Well, that's the thing. We need, we need to get all the changing uh, scenes. Yeah. But I do appreciate that, you know, Buff was mad enough to put over the girl and then her gender match. Well, that's the thing. Like, I feel like he's he would he's putting this woman over better in the movie than he would in an actual match. Oh, yeah. Actual he wouldn't know how to do it. Yeah. But just have your day of the warrior fight. Yeah. Same thing. Like, the, I feel like... With that weak-ass double clothesline you throw right away. Yeah. Like, I feel like if Buff wrestled Madison Eagles, like, he would <laughs> shit over oh, yeah. everything. When he could put her over just as strong, if not stronger than this woman. <laughs> She's going to shit on us anyway. It's whatever. <laughs> anyway, <since laughs> shitting on things. Uh, let's shit on this fancy dinner at a casino uh, in Shreveport. Right now. Like, <laughs> you know, how many... How many uh... They're basically like, oh, let's get together for this fancy dinner. At a fucking sad fucking casino where people are like wearing cowboy ads. Well, I mean, to be on to to be fair, like Elvis Foo had to have a set there coming up later. <laughs> he had to get to work all the time. But like, this is your big like. This is your go home. This is your go home. Like this is this is like this looks like the the fucking casino we went to uh, when you and me and Seth went to see Jerry the King Lawler wrestle. Jeff Jarrett, I, I, I think it was Takuna. Uh, 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 oh, God, I get... Uh, shit. Takuna. Uh, Takoa. No, something like that. Uh, Takoa, Mississippi. It was definitely Mississippi. Because it was a two-day thing. Because it, it was just across Cause I, the river. Fuck, I just talked about this the other day. Tunica. Tunica sounds right. Yeah, I think it's Tunica. It is Tunica. It's definitely Tunica. It's Tunica. Yeah. And that's what this casino looked like. And they had like the old school, bat, like the, well not old school, but like the 90s Batmobile in there. Yeah. Yeah. But like those sad casinos mm-hmm. with the it sad. It looked like a Bob Evans basically upstairs. Yeah, with the sad like hotels mm-hmm. and just desperate. The Bally's. Like it looks like it's just people betting away mm-hmm. whatever money they scrape together. It was a one floor Bally's. Mm-hmm. It looked just like a like a random like motel. Yeah, that's what this casino where they all got dressed up to go to looks like. <laughs> like you couldn't you have just rented out a ballroom mm-hmm. at the Holiday Inn when you shot the sex yeah. scene there? Like that would have been. More, you guys know you had a couple extra hours on that room. Yeah, you that you could have made that more luxurious. <laughs> what this looked like, so. But yeah, I feel like you could have made this into a couple... Like, if you took all the movies and you made some sort of miniseries, you could have yeah. a whole little run. Oh, yeah. Part of the action like a, a, a real good, A real good uh, Up All Night with uh, Burt Reynolds. Oh, syndicated series. There you go. So, you said you liked this movie? I did. I like. I recommend it. I, I recommend it, too. And I, I want to see... What the what the character arc is for the warrior? Me too. I'm gonna I'm gonna watch the prequel. I'm gonna watch both the sequels. Okay. I'm gonna check it all out. I'm gonna get the whole the whole thing. Like, let's think. Of, there's so much good entertainment in the world. Like 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 Westworld is, mm-hmm. is going on as this episode's coming out right now. Game of Thrones is coming back soon. Like we have the benchmark in entertainment. Yeah. Out in the world, the, like the Marvel movies. Yeah. Hopefully they don't suck at this moment in time. You know. <laughs> but like we have. You, only time will tell. We have great pieces of information, uh, entertainment out in the world. Uh, we need a little bit of this. You need, we need a little bit of Andy Sedaris. Movie. Yeah, please. And, we need more. We, we need more. And, and I'll take them kindly. Uh, that was just my notebook. Don't worry. Okay. It, it's, it's weird. Yeah, I, I know. I can tell. Somebody, somebody wrote in there, I'm not going to waste paper. Okay. Whatever. Move, moving right along. But uh, we did see a softcore porn. We sure did. With Buff Backboard. Yeah. And do you feel a little dirty? I definitely don't feel the cleanest. 
I, I, I don't either. And, you know, like, I, I, we stayed away from very misogynist jokes on this episode. And yeah. I'm very proud about that. But, but yeah, at yeah. the same time, too, we are, we are commenting on, uh, on women, so there is a bit mm-hmm. of grossness to exactly. that. And, and, you know, there's probably even a little physical grossness on us because it's been very hot in this room. It is quite warm. It's humid. And, and, and we, might, we might both need a shower. Quite that, possibly, but I just don't have... Decent soap to use for a shower. Do you have any recommendations? I actually do. Actually, have the sponsor of this podcast. Whoa, whoa, what? Uh, which is Evans Country Clean. What? Uh, soap. It's it's a fantastic soap which will help heal and restore and hydrate your skin. It is hypoallergenic, so it's great for people with sensitive skin, much like myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, not maybe so much someone like you. Very rough and dirty very rough tank. and. It actually scrubs the soap more than the soap scrubs me. Yeah, like, but but. You but get will it get ladder. off? Will it get off all of this body paint in which I have rubbed amongst myself? That's the thing. If you were Kim mm-hmm. and, you, and you just finished recording that episode where Buff Bagwell, WCW Tag Team Champion, yeah. has rubbed paint all over <laughs> all your body, dozen. and you want to get yourself clean, uh-huh. you can get yourself clean with some Evans Country Clean soap, which Ooh. is made. With olive oil, palm oil, and coconut oil, and shea butter. Ooh. So it's, it's going to be great. A wonderful scent. They all sound like girls that could have starred in this movie. Exactly. And all the girls could use the soap from Evans Country Clean, but they also have a men's line at Evans mm-hmm. Country Clean and as many So you're other- saying that if I was Buff Bagwell, they also have soap that would clean me off? Exactly. And if you're in the middle of the shower scene... Ooh. In the middle of the where you can see the rest of the camera crew, yeah, where you see the rest of the camera crew with Doc Austin mm-hmm. and Cobra, uh huh, uh huh. But both people can use a soap. It's not like such a like ah, I really need this type of yeah. soap. I need this type of soap. No, Evans Country Clean. So it's strong enough for a man, but also balanced for a woman. Exactly, I, I believe that's how the line goes. Yes, but if you want to get some Evans Country Clean soap, make sure you log on to EvansCountryClean.com and use our promo code for our listeners, where you get fifteen percent off your purchase. And the promo code is Lethal Pro- Cobra Kim. <laughs> no, maybe, nope. maybe maybe next month. No, nope. okay, okay, but, but, okay. But this month, currently, right now, the promo code is Booked Fifteen, not Cobra Fifteen, but Booked <laughs> 15. Fifteen. Maybe in the future. How do you know my Facebook password? <laughs> But uh, Zane, is there is there anything you want to put out in the world let people know about? This is going to be coming out uh, quite a ways in the future and stuff like that. So maybe. Then man, no, I don't know. We did it. We did. We're it. still we're still living the dream, doing this podcast. I probably got shows. You'll figure them out, man. Yeah, yeah. Follow follow me on the social media. Zane Riley's my real name. Uh, Zane X Core on Twitter. You'll find me. I'm not hard. Okay, and, and also too, guys, we have to let people know that. Hey, at this moment in time, or at least the time that we recorded this episode. Yeah. Uh, Donut, 1978, you are still the most recent review with a five-star review. How do these two get a podcast? Still asking that question. Still haven't found an answer for you, Donut, 1978. And Rattlin, uh, your review basically says, right alongside OSW Review, Jake and Zane understand how to joke about a niche interest <laughs> in, and this is funny to anyone except maybe uh, Mexican T.J. Miller. Yeah. So Or real T.J. Miller, probably. Uh, hopefully he's still alive by the time this episode comes out. We're recording pretty far in advance. No kidding. Because I am traveling all over the place, and if you want to know more about where I'm at and where I'm going and all the places I'm going to be, and if... Uh, 
you're an actor or buff bagwell if you want to holler at your boy and talk about uh, why your sex scene was so lacking you can tweet me at manscout manning or email me at jake at sslshow.com Make sure you log on to howtothisgetbooked.com. I probably have new merch up by this time. If I don't, shame on me, and I'm missing out on some money because I have some great t-shirts and some brand new t-shirts designed, so make sure you log on to howtothisgetbooked.com, especially information about future episodes. Guys, please leave a review. I'm tired of saying Donut 1978. Please leave a review on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, YouTube, SoundCloud, and wherever podcasts are available. And make sure you subscribe as well. This has been another edition of How Did This Get Booked. Woo! Cobra.